Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Buskey. The goal of this podcast is to improve life and leadership for assistant principals. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of October 31st through November 4th, 2022. If you already get my daily leadership emails, then I hope you'll find some added value here. And if you don't already subscribe, you can find a link on my homepage at frederickbuskey.com. Many leaders like to begin their mornings by reading the email and setting a leadership intention for the day, but don't feel any pressure to subscribe. You're already doing more to grow yourself than most people out there just by listening to the podcast. This week's emails were inspired by my recent trip to Kenya. My wife is a professor at Western Carolina University. She and another professor took a group of four education students to Kenya, and we spent two weeks there visiting many amazing, remarkable schools, as well as experiencing the culture and taking a little bit of time to also relax and have fun. The message for Monday's email was inspired by something that happened on the long day that we were traveling to Kenya. It's about a 24-hour trip by the time you add up all the, the travel to the airport and the different plane journeys and stopovers, etc. And at some point, we were just kind of bumbling around trying to figure out where we were going and somebody shouted, let the one who knows lead the way. And that just got me to thinking about leadership and really about shared leadership. And so many times we expect, air quotes, the leader to always be in front and always know what's going on and be the one leading the way. And so I just challenged readers on Monday to think about something that maybe they were struggling with or that wasn't going so smoothly and look at identifying an alternative leader, somebody else that maybe isn't in the formal position, but that might have more knowledge in that area and might be able to lead the way. Tuesday's email was inspired by our trip to Gong Elementary School in Nairobi, Kenya. It was a really overwhelming experience. Um, the classrooms are small, not very well lit. They're um, noisy, there's no carpet, so sounds really echo off the walls. You have about 30 to 50 students in these rooms and not a lot of resources. I found that it was easy to look at the deficits and what they didn't have and to think about what should be. But as I watched and learned a little bit more, I saw that they have a prefect system where students actually support the teacher. And if the teacher gets called out of the room, the prefects can carry on with instruction and even have some authority to help monitor student behavior. I found that many of the Kenyan teachers were really highly skilled at procedures and that there were a lot of different classroom procedures in place which allowed them to be better at teaching these large groups of kids. When we start to recognize the strengths of whatever it is we're observing, whether it's a school or a classroom or somebody's leadership, 
we can think about where where they are, where we meet them, and then what can happen from there. So when I put myself in the position of thinking about what should be, inherently I'm judging. And when I'm judging, it gets hard to contribute something positive. But when I look at where things are and what they can be, then I put myself in the role of a servant who can meet people where they are and then grow from there. During our visit to Kenya, I struck up a really nice friendship with one of the people that was driving us around and, and taking care of us. And his name was Steve and we just connected. Um, I hope you've had those experiences with friendships where you meet someone and you just begin talking and all the conversation is easy and you appreciate them and they appreciate you and you just develop this friendship. And it's especially exciting when you develop a friendship like that with someone who's from a different country or a different culture. So Wednesday's email is based on something, on a story that Steve relayed to me one time when we were hanging out one evening. And he told the story of a young bride who had moved into her mother-in-law's house and was fixing ugali. Now, ugali is a really stiff corn porridge. Uh, if you're in the South and you know grits, it's kind of like grits, but much, much stiffer. And they use it as an accompaniment in meals. Uh, it can be used like rice to soak stuff up or like bread to sop things up and, and um, use to dress out the food. So the story goes that the young bride started making ugali and she pulled out a medium pan and a small pan and she made some ugali in the small pan and some ugali in the medium pan. And the mother-in-law said, why are you using two pans to make your ugali? And the bride said, well, that's the way my mom always did it. And so a couple weeks later, when the bride was back with her mom, she asked mom, why did you always use two pots to make, or two pans to make the ugali? And the mom said, because I never had a pan large enough to make the batch in, in one single pan. There are a couple really interesting things about this story. So number one is that we often adopt practices that maybe make sense at the time, but as we go on, those practices stop making sense. If you have a good pan, a big pan, there's no reason to be using two pans to make ugali. But probably in your school, in your leadership, and the way you do things, there are probably practices that you really don't need anymore, don't serve a useful function, or could be done in a better way, but you're continuing to do them because that's the way you've always done them. The other thing that's really cool about this story is that we have the exact same story in the United States. You've probably heard it. In case you haven't, it goes something like this. Uh, new wife, I don't know why it's always brides and wives, but a new wife uh, goes to, to cook a roast and she cuts the ends off of each, each end off the roast and then goes ahead and puts it in the oven. And the husband asks, why do you cut the ends off the roast? 
And the wife says, well, because that's the way my mom did it. And when she's back visiting her mom, she asks the question and her mom says, because the pan I had to cook roast was too small and I had to cut the ends off. So I think it's fascinating that we have the same story in two different, completely different cultures on different continents. And one of the things that I took away throughout my trip to Kenya is just how similar we are how similar we are as individuals, as family members, as professionals. It was just really heartening. Okay, on, on with the recap of the uh, week's emails. On Thursday, I built on the Ugali story about doing things that didn't need to be done anymore. And I told the story of a new assistant principal who is in charge of the student of the week bulletin board. And so on Thursdays, they go down to lunch, they pull the kids out of lunch that are gonna be the students of the week for the next week. They take photos of them. And then the assistant principal goes and pulls some bio information from the nomination forms. They put it all together. They put up this nice bulletin board with the pictures and the information. And it takes them about two hours to do that. And that means over the course of the year, it's they're going to invest or spend about 80 hours on that bulletin board or the equivalent of two weeks of work. Now, part of being a strategic leader is investing your time in growing other people and doing things that really only you can do. And so when we take when we think about developing teachers, there are only three positions in a school that are really dedicated towards developing and growing teachers. And that's the principal, the instructional coach, and the assistant principal. So why would we have an assistant principal spending 80 hours a year putting up a bulletin board when they could be investing those 80 hours into growing and supporting teachers? The answer in this vignette was, it was what the previous assistant principal did. So again, this is just a little story to help challenge you and think about what are the things maybe that you're doing that you're doing them out of habit or because somebody before you did them, but they're really not about growing people and they're not, and they're things that anybody else or a number of other people could do. And I close with the question, are you creating bulletin boards or are you growing people? Friday's email was also inspired by something my friend Steve said. And he said, you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you don't have to let it nest there. And what he meant by that was that sometimes stuff is going to come over our heads. Bad stuff is going to happen. But we can choose whether we hold on to that bad stuff or let it go. I followed up by just noting that there's too many times that I'm guilty of letting frustrations or disappointments color my productivity, make me negative, and really undermine what I'm trying to achieve in a, in a given day. And I closed the email by asking the reader to take stock. What birds have been flying over you lately? Have any of them nested in your head? 
And what can you do to dislodge them? And is there someone out there that can help you? So the big takeaway this week is really that we just need to continually examine our own leadership. We need to think about finding people that can help us. We need to think about checking our attitudes each day and making sure that we're taking care of ourselves and being kind to ourselves. And we also need to recognize just how similar we all are. And I think that's something to celebrate in an age that just feels so divisive in so many ways. This wraps up this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and rate this podcast. Rating the podcast really does help other people find it. I'm always trying to improve the show, so if you have feedback, please email me at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. If you'd like to find out more about what I'm doing to support assistant principals, you can head over to my website at frederickbuskey.com backslash the assistant principal. One of the things you'll see there is my micro journal quadrant two, which comes out about two times a month. We just released an issue recently on the four patterns of observation. We'll be releasing another issue in a couple weeks. So I really encourage you, if you want to have something delivered once or twice a month to your inbox, a small micro journal that's packed with tips and tools and concrete strategies that you can use to enhance your instructional leadership, go on over to my website at frederickbuskey.com backslash quadrant two. Okay. I'm Frederick Buskey, and I hope you'll join me next time for the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers.